built with wisdom and not just sweat and blood and timber. Here in this house, I've shared in building it, but I didn't lift a finger. And I've seen the gospel spoken through the words my brothers live in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Here in This House. I am your host, David Allen. And this quite possibly may be the shortest podcast I've done so far because I really didn't plan on doing one at this time until uh, this morning. And uh, it happened um, as I came into one of my stops with my truck. And uh, down here in Memphis, if you ever been down to Memphis, or I'm just north of Memphis, um, it's the South, and it's it's a different world, and 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 I'm used to the South, but with the South, y- you get some attitudes in the blue collar world, and they're all, they aren't always pleasant, and they don't always communicate. So um, I came down here with an attitude of oh no. This is a broker load. A broker load means that it isn't through our company. It goes through a broker. And it usually means, <laughs> or a lot of times means it's going to be a pain. It sometimes goes really smooth. But most of the time, it's kind of a pain because you've never been to this place. And they all have different rules. And so my mind just went right down that road of blah, blah woe is me not necessarily woe is me but ah shucks you know i'm gonna just have to suck it up and deal with the the broker load and i got a big surprise this morning um i come down this road and i went past the gate that i was supposed to turn in because i didn't think they wanted me in there yet and there were two trucks parked down in front um, and the road ended and there was a dirt road Uh, go turn around on you hope if you ever drive a semi truck you know you don't trust a dirt road and so um, I got out and I asked a gentleman who was tying his shoe he was parked there in his semi and he didn't even answer me at first he just looked up and said huh I'm hard of hearing and I asked him because I had asked him do you know where the office is And he goes yeah right down there right past that uh, you should have turned in right there oh okay just that hard blue collar you know attitude I've lived with it all my life because I've done printing and trucking and manufacturing and it's just it's just the world that you live in sometimes when it comes to um, blue collar work it's gotten a lot better in a lot of places because um technology communication that's one thing uh that i notice with that attitude is there's just no communication it's like you got to figure out on your own and they'll sit there and watch you suffer while you try and figure it out on your own and if you ask a question they always act like i shouldn't say always see that's that's my line of thinking that i went down this morning they often or sometimes i should say uh you know act like you know you should know this dummy idiot you know that kind of mentality so i went straight there 
Uh, and so I went down. He said, well, you can turn around on that road. And I was a little reluctant, but I went down there and I was able to turn around. Came back up. Not a lot of instructions at this place. I park on the scale. And my appointment's at 7. I'm there at 7. So I go inside the office. There's no lights on. There's nothing. No information about, only about COVID. Of course, it's, everything's about COVID. Good golly. You know, if we don't tell you about COVID every time you turn left or right, you might forget and infect somebody. But um, at any rate, uh, so I waited. I called my dispatch and I asked him and saw if there was a number we could call and this and that. Well, then a lady comes walking in and my first thought is, oh, shoot. You know, here we go down in the deep south. <laughs> but she... She calls out to me. She goes, what are you doing on my scale? And it wasn't a mean thing. It was more like a, you know, just kind of playful. And I said, oh, I knew I was going to be in trouble. And so she goes, come on in. And so I, at that very moment, everything changed. And <laughs> I was in for a pleasant surprise. Um, and um, felt very convicted about how my... Um, Thoughts before that were this is going to be terrible these people are terrible you know I walked away from that one grumpy guy and muttered some words under my breath that I won't repeat I don't like to do that and I usually don't do that but they just came out and um, I don't like that about me so I got to thinking you know we hear this and we can tell the other person you're the problem but you know what? The hardest thing to say is I'm the problem. And let me tell you, this morning, I was the problem. Because even in the face of the grumpy guy, I, I expected grumpiness. I mean, I'd already prepared for it. In fact, I was getting a little grumpy myself. Um, and so I knew I was prepared for. Why do I not take a scripture like, uh, Philippians 4 8 um, I just pulled it up here so I don't misquote it I've memorized this verse in so many different um, uh, translations I don't even know exactly which one it is anymore but this is the new King James Version finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just whatever things are pure Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Some translations say, think about some these things. And there's one translation that really uh, resonates with me. It says, dwell on these things. Spend, spend time there. Sit down. Take some time. Don't rush through it. So why is it that we struggle, and maybe I shouldn't say we, I struggle with taking that and applying it into my thought life? Now, when I first saved, became a Christian, uh, I went through a series of books by Nav Press, Lessons on Assurance, most foundational, best thing I've ever done. I did it with... Uh, a man named Tom Perry 
and we sat for two years uh some we missed some weeks we but we pretty consistently about every two weeks every week every two weeks we sat underneath that walnut tree when we could in the summertime and but we um we studied and um and learned about what god's word has to say and it was the most formative time in my life i was so hungry i was so ready to leave a life that i've been living um that i knew was destructive and leading to ultimately death i mean everything's leading to death because of sin but you can accelerate that pretty easily and had i gone down that road um my death would have been accelerated so but there was a um a little i guess saying in there that i still remember to this day it says reap a thought sow an action reap an action sow a character reap a character sow a destiny and wait i think i've got that reverse sow a thought reap an action sow an action reap a character sow a character reap a destiny and uh and that's so true everything happens and begins in our thought life and if we allow ourselves first of all to wake up and clutter our minds with things that are not of god um i wouldn't even say there's a good chance there's you are going to focus on the things of the world even on your best day even when you get up and and you spend time with God and even when you are focusing these things you are going to um, you're going to struggle with the thought life there's the other verse um, I'm trying to think of the reference take every take every thought captive um, to the obedience of Christ um, it's an exercise it doesn't come naturally that's why Paul and the epistles and Peter say you know practice these things do these things they don't come natural in fact they most of the time don't come without work well that's a works oriented thing David no it's not it is a commandment of God and he will show up in your life he will he promises this and satan will try and divert you and try to um, discount what god's word says every time and um, but proven it i've proven his promises over and over again so to finish up with my story i i go in and this gal is wonderful she's very she took her time she got ready got her office set up she was late obviously but she was okay and then uh she asked me where i'm going and so we got into a conversation and you know after 2020 we're we're here down to the second to last day of 2020 
and you know we could just go off on that we could go off on the election we could go off on all these things and we discussed it and what we both came to the conclusion is God is on his throne um, yes there are things I believe I think it's crystal clear you don't have to agree with me and th this is the great thing about being an American you don't have to agree with me okay and that's what the conclusion her and I came to is like you know what we can disagree now if truly that election was stolen um, Democrat Republican it doesn't matter who you are and there are a lot of Democrats that think you know, that election was stolen um, you know even if it was stolen we still have to we need to do what's right but we're not going to do it by fighting in the streets I'm a, I fear that's what it could come to um, and it's a you know as as an American and as you know I'm a patriot I'm a everybody loves that word but I am I've been patriotic all my life my fourth grade teacher Mrs. Osmond we knew we sang every patriotic song there is as kids and I loved it and I still remember most of them and um, I don't care you can say what you want uh, I, this America was founded um, by the grace of God to spread the gospel it's been perverted along the way by evil men and there are people that want to take that perversion and say see that's America it's not you read every document in our Founding Fathers, uh, uh, even in the uh, uh, Continental, uh, Continental Congress, um, and all the, paper, all the literature and everything that leads up to what we have in our Founding Papers. And it is clear, it was a, this country was made for a people who trust and believe in God. And when we walk away from that, we are walking away from this country. And so I, I firmly believe uh, this, this, is, this is our country. So as this nation has expanded and as this nation has grown, and we are a nation of immigrants, uh, somewhere along the way, unless you're Native American, you come from an immigrant past. But in the founding papers, there is room to have those who even disagree with the religion of the founding fathers. The laws, however, are set biblically. Uh, the Ten Commandments is a foundation. It goes back to common law in England. Um, there's a whole study on that, but all I'm saying is you, you can't avoid that. So you can't come in here and change that constitution. If you change that constitution, you've changed America. It's not America anymore. It's not the United States. It's some you're going you're gonna to have to add um, something to that name because it will be a different country. Um, but this woman got it this morning, and actually we agreed on a lot of things, and we had. A great conversation about um, just the Lord and things that are happening in the world and how you know how do we do how do we respond to that as Christians and I would take it back to Philippians 4 8 um, 
Does it mean that we are passive and we don't call out evil? No, because there's plenty of other scriptures we could go to, I won't, for this podcast, that tell us we must call out evil. And we should not allow evil. We are participating in evil when we allow that. Um, that whole silence is violence thing, that drives me crazy because you can apply that to anything. And there's a truth to it, but it's not an ultimate truth uh, for, you know, whatever um, uh, you believe is tr- is right and good because it applies to you as well. And um, And so I was pleasantly... God met me this morning, convicted me, uh, pleasantly led me back out of my, um, what would I call this, my (laughs) stupor, some kind of stupor, my um, grumpy blue-collar stupor, And, uh, and for that, I'm thankful this morning. So, that's gonna be my short podcast this morning. I've got other things I'm thinking about. I'd love to get away from the politics of stuff. It's, um, we could have some pretty serious things coming January 6th when, if Congress, if some of the senators and the congressmen do what they are talking about doing, uh, there could be rioting in the streets or even worse. Uh, if this, uh, if they bring out and prove and bring the light what happened on November 3rd, um, it could get very ugly, but I don't believe there's going to be, things will be righted in this country without, um, I hate to say it, without conflict and violence. Hopefully just conflict and not just violence, because violence doesn't really accomplish anything. Conflict you can work through, but um, this it's a messy world we live in and and who knows what God is planning to do is using America for um, I know a lot of people think that those who support Donald Trump worship him and this and that it's like no we finally got somebody who's willing to fight we got finally got somebody who's willing to call out the BS in Washington and and you can see it happening right now they're dropping like flies off of Trump now that they're done with him they're leaving him like a like a bad relationship, and and that's fine. But we know their true colors now, and the ones that are playing the politic games, they want things to go back to normal, to go back to what they were, so they can. It's an easier system for them to work in. It's a corrupt system, but it's not because of America. It's not because of the founding fathers' work to produce a uh, country uh, and, and documents that are unequaled anywhere and you won't you, you're not going to improve on it except only with God because that's how that was founded and so you know you can you can blame America for the poor actions of men over the, the years and some men in this country were great and good and some were evil and we got a lot of evil in Washington right now and that's what they want to go back to and Donald Trump has made their lives miserable they don't want to work and so but there are some up there that are going to fight and I thank God for that 
because I, this is not going to change without a fight. Um, and here's the beauty of America. You can disagree with me. Um, but at some point, what comes down in Congress and in the courts, we will need to accept. Um, even if it's wrong. Even if, um, you know, somehow they pull this thing off and Biden, we have a Biden administration. Um, but I think if we allow that to happen, we're going to pay a high price down the road and it's going to get harder and the way out will be more difficult. Um, and because these, you know, the people who are, uh, hungry for power, uh, they taste a little bit of it and they get drunk on it and they are going to run with it. So, um, so we go into 2021, uh, I know I want to focus my mind more on uh, Philippians 4.8 and my thought life. And, um, and that applies to not just politics, that's everything. What I think about other people, um, you know, our minds tend to just go, <laughs> go south. And um, so... I wish and bless. Uh, I wish for a blessed 2021 for all of us. I hope for a change. Um, I pray for right to be, you know, found, and and just pray for the direction of this country. Because if we don't have a country uh, that's united, uh, you know, everything's gonna, everything is built on that, and. Right now, there are those who are willing to burn the cities to get what they want. And, um, and that's not the answer. Um, we need to do it through this incredible system that our forefathers gave us. And I pray that's what happens. So have a great 2021. I'll see you next year. Talk to you next year. God bless y'all.